He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Well, we're starting early today. This is not really Cats at Night, but I'm here. I'm here working along with uh, Judge uh, Richard Weinberg, another common sense uh, Democrat. And we are taking over for the day, just for the day, uh, for James Golden, who is away for the holidays. He's away in London. And uh, we're here in New York. So I said, what the heck? Let's go to work. And uh, what but, do you think, Judge Weinberg? I think this, is, uh, this was great. We did a, a morning shift as well. We did four hours in the morning. It's a lot of time. And again, and Rudy Giuliani was here uh, this morning, and he's still here with us today, and he's working today, too. I guess we come from a, a family of hard workers, huh, Rudy? We sure do, John, and, and we enjoy what we do. I heard you saying that before. I've forgotten which show it was, but you were talking about it's not work when you really enjoy it. Absolutely, and uh, I think it was with with uh, with Greg. You were talking about yes, that. and 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 what we're doing, uh, Rudy, is um, we have a problem. We got sixty days to the election, maybe sixty two, sixty three, and our city is in jeopardy, our state is in jeopardy, our country is in jeopardy, and our our mission is to make sure everybody knows that when you decide who to vote for November eighth. That you vote for people that want that have common sense, and they want law and order. That's all we're asking for, law and order. I'm not asking. I'm not asking reduce the taxes or do this or do that or do that. I'm not asking for anything. The people of of New York deserve law and order, just like Rudy. When you took over in what is it? Twenty five years ago? Thirty yeah. years ago? Yeah. I lose track of time. Yeah. Check your resume, 19, Mr. Mayor. 1994, January 1st, 1994. That's 28 years ago. We okay. were both young. We, me we and were you babies. were arguing all the time or something, you know? Right. Well, the, the mayor, as, as both of you know, appointed me my first judgeship, the criminal, the criminal court, before I went to Supreme Court. And in my final interview with the mayor, he asked me, he said, uh, he said Richard, Tell me about your litigation experience. And I said to him, I said, other than the 20 cases I had against you, Mr. Mayor. You <laughs> <laughs> but we, but you remember that? And, yeah. Den, and Denny Young, our late <laughs> beloved friend, Denny Young, your counsel, wanted to kick me. He says, don't you think you should quit while you're ahead, Richard? <laughs> well, I, res yeah. I respect. I mean, those, those cases were all very legitimate cases where both sides had a had a reasonable argument that's exactly right and you had and we needed we needed an arb, we needed a judge to figure it out to help us get and, through it and you had two great counsels one was uh now judge paul crowdy and uh, oh, that cost he was a million dollars well that's a different, <laughs> different that's a different discussion but but it was a great corporation counsel followed by mike Kess, another great yep. corporation counsel and then denny young Completed that that troika. They, these were really terrific people. I remember Mike Hess. I used to buy my bagels at the Quag Deli with him. Yeah, <laughs> Mike. 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 Uh, Mike was a lawyer's lawyer, and Denny was ultimately the fairest person I knew. Uh, both of them were Republicans, by the way. I mean, Mike's family was a big Republican family, but when it came to making the right decision, that was the important thing. It wasn't just you know being a Republican. I remember, I remember Denny Young back in 1995, 96, when we got into that one argument about Hannock 
And Denny was very reasonable. He was a you know nice man. He was always a nice man. Denny yeah, was, he was a, always he was always wonderful. the guy that settled that settled. Yeah, he, he'd let you see the other person's point of view. Yeah, and, you know he always had this common sense uh, 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 to to wait until you calm down. It wasn't just me. I mean, it could be Tony Carbonetti or Bruce Teitelbaum or I mean, they would tend to lose their temper and get angry. And now I, Tony I Carbonetti, say, that's another that's a, that's a horse of another <laughs> color. Yeah, but you good know man, who could get good to man, him? Though. I'll tell you, a very good man. But uh, Denny knew how to get to him. He'd say, let's wait for Tony to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what Denny used to say to me when we would have some argument about some legal issue or some piece of legislation or some hearing we were doing? He said, why don't we go get a tuna f- sandwich, Richard? I, I said, know, I know. And I we'd know. sit in, on the park bench right in front of City Hall and have tuna sandwiches. You know, you know that, he was a smart person <laughs> To do that. He didn't understand. He he did not understand what's. Go- I, I got to tell you the truth. This last couple of years, uh, and he was suffering a bit. But even the, even with that, he really found this very disturbing. The way uh, we couldn't get together. I don't mean us, you and me. I mean the way the government couldn't get together. Uh, yeah. He he would say to me, "Can't they just sit down and talk it out?" I said, "My God, they hate each other so much." They, uh, the first thing they but do they're is call each other names. They're, they're, you see, I think, Mr. Mayor, the problem is they've had a drink of the Kool-Aid of ideology, and they can't, they can't get over it. Yeah, yeah. It has to guide your decision-making, but it can't dominate it, right? Ronald Reagan used to say, my 80% friend is not my 20% enemy. If we can agree on a good many things, then let's get. Well, he was ten percent above uh, Ed Koch. Ed Koch says, "If you agree with me seventy percent of the time, you're a good friend. <laughs> if you agree, if you agree with me a hundred percent of the time, then you're a lunatic." <laughs> I think, but I think that was the politician of that era. You know, uh, you got things done ultimately through legitimate compromise. Now, compromise is a bad word. It's Compromise is always you're giving up your principles. Yep, yep. Now, there's so many things happening today, Rudy. Let's discuss, for the benefit of of all New Yorkers and all Americans, let's discuss one subject. Of all the things that happened today, which one bothers you the most? I think, uh, you know, I think that the whole thing that's going on with Trump's uh, uh, home bothers me the most because it's a real, uh, just like a a complete violation of the Constitution. Uh, it shows the deep hatred that they have for him, which uh, I mean, the, the whole thing, like a judge would, would know, it. the warrant is crazy. It's a general warrant. We fought a revolution so we wouldn't have general warrants. They're supposed to be very specific. They claim now that they can't have a special master because it will delay things. They waited four months to get the Donna warrant. Well, has, uh, this morning, the master was approved by the court, I believe. Yeah, correct. Yes. So did, 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 did they object already? Well, they objected to it, yeah. They may appeal. I mean, the fact is uh, my home was searched a year and a half ago, and the government ap- agreed to a special master this other day, on day one, and it was Barbara Jones. You know Barbara. Yes, she's a smart lady. She, she, uh, she helped us immensely, and now the case is over. They sent me everything back. I'm kind of annoyed that I had to go through that, but they didn't give me a hard time about a special master. Of course, they didn't, they didn't pay you back your legal fees, right? No, they did not. They should. <laughs> no, I think they should. I think the mayor is absolutely correct. This is—I find it very disturbing that they 
They did this. I mean, it's in search of a crime. We don't know what the crime is, but we're going to search for it. Well, Stalin said that. Show me the man, I'll show you the crime. Wasn't that the quote, Mr. Mayor? Yeah, and that is exactly what a general warrant is all about. And the British did it to us in the 18th century. They would have these bills of attainder, and, and the, they'd come in, and they could search your whole place. And, take, and if they found something, you were in trouble. And Madison and Hamilton wrote it right into the Constitution. The Bill of Attainder is unconstitutional, right in the Constitution. And then in the Fourth Amendment, they made it necessary to be specific about items. It says it right in the words. It must be specific as to items. So what are they doing going into Mrs. Trump's bedroom for? And the son. What about the son's and bedroom? The son. I mean, come on. Come on. And this, this is a dispute over documents that they have all the time. He, what, what, they're not suggesting he did anything bad with these other than maybe, maybe they're saying he was negligent or something. Well, if that's the standard, how come that standard wasn't applied to another presidential candidate a number of years ago when some 31,000 documents because, went missing and the computers were destroyed? Honestly, every president has, has done this. Barack Obama still has classified documents that he's supposed to digitize. And what is it, 10 years later, and he still hasn't done it. And he hasn't done anything bad with them, so nobody makes a big deal out of it. This was a... a um, frankly, a minor, a minor dispute. If they thought that there was top secret information, that was a national security issue, they could have gone in and said, we're very concerned about that. And his lawyers were negotiating with them. That's the biggest surprise of all. They had, there was a grand jury convened. They had produced documents already, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, Why did they have it. to I go know, in with I, the search warrant? I know his lawyers. They are very legitimate. And uh, if they just asked for something, same thing was true with me. My lawyer, Bob Costello, told the Southern District, he'll come in, he'll answer any questions, he'll give you any documents you wanted. Uh, they came in, they did their whole big search, and finally that's what we did. I sat down with them for four hours, and I explained it to them. But it took a year and a half to do that. You think it's a coincidence that's right before the uh, midterm elections? No. No, I mean, I think they're, they're uh, unfortunately, I think the Justice Department, Maine Justice, and the top of the FBI, and I want to be careful like John was. We're talking about the top of the FBI. We're not talking about those wonderful agents in New York or Chicago or Boston or have become total politicians. Well, that's what I said. But they take orders. They're, they're responsible to take orders from the Department of Justice, who is a lot, you know, politically appointed. And if the top of the FBI feels if they feel that it was that something is wrong, then they should have the courage to stand up and say to the to the Congress, to uh, to all Americans, this is wrong. This is what's going on. That's, and if you and if you want to fire me, fire me. But I got to tell the truth. Yeah, but that's why they give them a ten year term. But that isn't so unusual, John. I, I worked I worked for President uh, Reagan for, for eight years, and then I was. Trump's lawyer. I said no to them at times. I mean, the president would say, can I do this? I won't tell you which one because it's privilege. And I would say, no, you can't. It's, it's, uh, it's wrong. It's against the law. They didn't fight. They said, well, yeah, thank you. Look, they're not lawyers. Neither Reagan nor Trump were lawyers. How are they supposed to know the law? And in, e in each case, whenever I either I did it or I was there when somebody else did it, they they. It's not that hard to do. Even when they get angry, it's not that hard to do. You just do it. 
You're absolutely right. And uh, it's, it's very sad that they were put in that position. I, I mean, we, we talked about this morning, uh, the only attorney general that ever went to jail was John Mitchell during the Nixon administration because his wife turned him in, I think. Right. No, well, she went around talking to all the reporters. She'd have a couple of drinks or more, <laughs> and then she'd run over the reporters, and that's how they got the, uh, the inside track on the investigation. Well, Watergate started with that, if I recall correctly. I, I yeah. mean, uh, you know, I don't know. Look, I, I never met uh, the attorney general. I don't know him. You guys know him at all? Mitchell? I don't know him. I, kn- I knew John Mitchell. No, no, the, uh, I'm no, the, no, the current no. one. No, I, I don't know him. In fact, when he was up for being a judge, although, look, I understood the politics of it, I, I kind of thought he was a pretty good choice. A lot of people said that he was a good choice for, yeah, for justice of the Supreme Court. And, and he's very he well John? regarded. He's very well wasn't regarded he? on the circuit. Wasn't he, John? I thought he was. Yeah. And, and, and right now, a lot of people are 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 saying that there's something wrong. We used to say there's something rotten in Denmark. Now we're saying there's something rotten in uh, Washington. And uh, I, I think the uh, the American people want honesty and, and, and justice, equal justice for all. And that's what. Uh, that's what our uh, we went for the revolution in 1776 was all about, equal justice for all. Yeah, I mean, the, the role of the attorney general is when necessary to say no to the president. Because the president, whoever he is, even if he's a lawyer, he's not going to know all of the law. None of us know all of the law. It's too damn complicated. Well, Joe Biden is not a lawyer, right? I don't think well, so. Well, he was, but I mean, was he? it's questionable I, how he got through law school. That's a whole big he keeps saying He keeps saying he graduated top of his class, except for <laughs> But if you do a search, you'll find out he was at the bottom. Maybe. He was. In fact, his, his one of his classmates worked for me as his chief of staff. And one day he walked in my office and he said to me, Joe is now last in the class. And I said, how could that be? It was at, at Syracuse Law School. He graduated 15 years ago. He said, the guy who was last just dropped dead. <laughs> <laughs> you can't so, make this up. I, Joe, but I mean, Joe, and, and who knows? Come on, we got to be honest. Who knows how much he's got left, right? I mean, look, if I if I were Judge Garland, I would deeply regret having taken this appointment as Attorney General under these circumstances. I would have stayed on the sec on the D.C. Circuit happily, rather than go through this. You wonder, you wonder if deep down somewhere he doesn't say that. I bet he does. Rudy, uh, we have Miranda Devine coming up in a few minutes. Oh, please stay on. Today, she's got a great article today. Ask well, her, please mean. stay on if you'd like to. Yeah, and, uh, I did. And, uh, thing, we're going to take. Enlighten me about something that happened in that article that I, I didn't realize. Well, let's take let's take a break or we'll take a couple Good. minutes, and Miranda's going to come on at four twenty. She's terrific. Let's take that break. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. 